running, getting to the kick. Dog, you ain't a hundred, this a hundred. Let me demonstrate. If she ain't got brains, then I ain't trying to penetrate. And if you ain't a stand up needy, you could get your dinner ate. I ain't buying all that real shit. Dog, you benefit to go on a dinner date. Now we on the interstate. Might be a rookie in the game, but I been a great. And we about autonomy, dog, we ain't trying to integrate. Man, we ain't trying to integrate. Was broke back then, now the youngest seeing different kick. We don't go all feelings, we just make sure that the business straight. And if you ain't an intellect, then you can't get a penetrate. Local Niji, now I'm getting love all in different states. Gotta Niji, if you ain't got scars, then you can't relate. Welcome to the On the Wake Up Radio. You are now tuning in to Simon Cree Show. I'm your host, Jay Ali Shiamaru. Shout out to our producer, Cindy Ashley, for making this possible. If you haven't done so already, make sure you go over to www.otw2.com so you can join our community of melanated Aboriginal content creators where your voice can be heard and you never have to worry about censorship. For our first episode of the Sovereign Creed Show, we welcome you to Rabbit Hole University 101 Black Sheep Redemption. The title speaks for itself. Uh, many of us Rabbit Hole graduates in here have learned from the George Orwells, the Bill Coopers, and specifically in our communities, and you know, the Steve Coakley's. Rabbit hole runs deep. And if you're the black sheep of your family, you'd probably be warning them about government corruption for years. The Dawes Act, Boulay, Planned Parenthood, the Tuskegee Experiment, Operation Mockingbird, Co-Intel Pro, the war in Vietnam, AIDS, the war on drugs, 9-11, Katrina, the economic crash of 2008, Operation Lockstep, Edward Snowden, can't forget about the WikiLeaks, Flint Water Crisis, Event 201, the pandemic, and Project Blue Bean. But instead of listening to you, what do they do? They quick to label you with what? Conspiracy theorists? How convenient. Because you don't subscribe to Western world culture or religion, they label you an outcast or maybe even an atheist. Because you don't watch the news to give your energy, your energy to political theater, you must be crazy or a nut job. Is an even better one. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Why won't you just go get the jab? Wait, wait. What are you waiting for? No jab, no service. Yeah, well, huh, they're all about to find out. And if today was any indication with the this emergency uh, test that FEMA sent out, um, we're going to be in for some uh, a rude awakening here in the new, near future. So, uh we're at a war against humanity, y'all. You cannot mandate vaccines because these vaccines are approved under something called an emergency use authorization, EUA. And by law, you can't mandate a vaccine approved under an emergency use authorization. So you can't say, for example, uh, college students must uh, have a vaccine. You cannot mandate a vaccine under an EUA. You can mandate measles, which had a full approval, et cetera, but you can't mandate uh, these vaccines, which are still all under emergency use authorization. It's an unproven vaccine. It's just being accelerated and eliminated virtually every safety study. He is the ultimate super spreader, not of the coronavirus experts say, but of misinformation about COVID-19. 
His name is Dr. Joseph Mercola. It is very likely that most people in America, if not you know, the vast majority of people in America have seen misinformation that has originated with this super spreader of lies and misinformation. That's exactly why the Center for Countering Digital Hate, a nonprofit tracking misinformation about COVID online, put Dr. Mercola, an osteopathic physician, at the top of its disinformation dozen. A list of 12 people, the group says, were the source for sharing 65% of all anti-vaccine messaging on Facebook and Twitter from February 1st through mid-March. In a pandemic, misinformation has a life that uh, has a cost that's paid in life. Dr. Dan Stock, uh, 5777 West 700 North, McCordsville, Indiana. Um, to, to address your comment, gee, it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful. And we're getting our sources of information from the Indiana State Board of Health and the CDC, who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation. And everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies <laughs> sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to, avoid, to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Fit, healthy and unwilling to be vaccinated. That describes a minority of young Britons keen to get on with normal life after the lifting of most lockdown restrictions. No, thank you. I think it would be no thank you. I think that, um, you know, we shouldn't be forced to have something or take something when, you know, if I've had... All People like Tara Knowles. So having a vaccine and putting these extra things in my body that they're currently not even sure of, we're kind of the guinea pigs right now. The problem is that current infection rates are highest among young people, with medics warning that hospital patients are getting younger and younger. They describe it as heartbreaking to watch the unvaccinated suffer unnecessarily. The other thing that people should take into account is that if they are not vaccinated, then they're more likely to spread it to other people, perhaps vulnerable relatives that they come in contact with, but also I think a responsibility to society not to be... We've got to shake people at this point and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates because it's the only way to protect our people. We are quite focused on communicating directly with those people, hence our special guest today, uh, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. They can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. Kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Doublespeak is language designed to evade responsibility, make the unpleasant appear pleasant, the uh, unattractive appear attractive. One of the things that I learned from whistleblowers from the cabal itself is that they have to work 
within something they call the rules. And the rules state that they have to tell us what they're doing. Therefore, if we allow it to happen, we have consented to tyranny, we have consented to enslavement. I came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler, I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. <laughs> that nigga there, bro. I'm sorry, y'all. That last one really does it for me. Not the hustlers, man. But uh, yeah, man, as the rabbit hole runs deep, and um, I just want to uh, our first guest on this inaugural episode of the Cyber Creed Show is my sister Shira Amate Ajo, aka Healthy Sadie. Shira is a holistic healer affiliated with the Aboriginal Medical Association, specializing in Black genetics. Through her recommendations, actually, my wife was able to cure fibroids and get in the clothes that she hasn't fit in since, like, 2017. That's real, real talk while nursing a one-and-a-half-year-old. And me, myself, I'm down 23 pounds since our first comp- consultation uh, back in April. Um, this is the truth. So uh, without further ado, peace, goddess. Hey, peace, everybody. And, yeah, that last one was a trip. That dude on that commercial, that went viral right there. Absolutely. So I got a question for you, Shira. Let's just uh, kick it off. For the members of the audience who are familiar with the Aboriginal Medical Association, could you please explain what you do specifically as it relates to medicine and what governing body is sanctioned by? And also, could you explain uh, why your organization's credentials are, are, say, better suited for the issues faced by melanated Americans than, let's say, you know, the American Medical Association, the CDC, and, you know, the FDA? Yeah, definitely. So um, I um, joined ARNA, which is the Aboriginal Public of North America, and um, it's a tribal government. There's only two governments in the United States, which is U.S. government and tribal government. Um, I decided to take the path of going to Aboriginal Medical Association over uh, U.S. medical system and Western medicine. Um, My health journey and seeing other health journeys, um, I've noticed a lot of people of color are just treated and not necessarily healed. So I wanted to go through a path of Aboriginal Medical Association that has received on reversing so-called incurable illnesses and diseases from HIV, AIDS, uh, asthma, autism, fibroids. Um, These doctors that are with our association have received and um, do it even faster than some uh, medications and hospitals that are affiliated um, in U.S. jurisdiction. So um, that's a little bit more about the association. Um, Aboriginal Medical Association basically uses indigenous food science. Um, Our scientists test the foods, see what's in the foods, um, see what biochemical engineering that they're doing to us, um, which is also biochemical warfare. Um, as some may know. So just a brief intro on that. Um, certain plants and vegetables we've tested have things, anything from formaldehyde to E. coli. And whether you're vegan or vegetarian or whatever, um, you could be doing these paths, but also causing mutation in your, in your own genetics as well as your future seed if you continue to uh, consume these foods. So our doctors work to make sure that um, our genetics of melanated people have the right foods to heal and reverse disease and illness and uh, live healthy lives. 
Awesome. Okay, so the, for the past year, we've all heard about this jab and the ramifications. Uh, and, uh, you know, we know that it hasn't been approved by the FDA and that it's only been distributed through an emergency use authorization, that we, as we heard Governor Cuomo. But we know that you or your loved ones get hurt or die after taking a jab, but you can't see the doctor who administered it or you big pharma companies who manufactured it because they were indemnified. You've seen all the weird videos with the people holding magnets to their arms. We've heard about the bears, more specifically the vaccine adverse reporting system, hiding the actual numbers of fatalities and chronic injuries on their website. So my question to you, sis, is what haven't we heard? What are they telling us about this jab? And well, what aren't they telling us about this jab? And why are they so concerned if we get it? Yeah, um, the great question there, bro. Um, yeah, some things that uh, a lot of people haven't heard is, you know, some people have heard about the effects with uh, the vaccine in general. One thing I would like to let everybody know is not even just the effects of the vaccine, but also being tested for the vaccine. Um, I have family members, president of hospitals and things like that, that have found these tests not only just to be invalid at times, but they're also putting certain types of cells and technology that is in the same thing as the vaccine on those nasal swabs that people are putting into their nose and people are losing their sense of smell, which is also another thing that's with COVID. Um, and so if you have taken those COVID tests, you need to be aware that, you know, you are still prone to some issues and um, that technology runs deep. So we do have certain remedies for people who have taken those nasal swab tests as well, but that's something to keep in mind. Another thing that you probably haven't heard is um, a lot of women in particular are most affected during pregnancy and breastfeeding. Um, similar to how women kind of sync up with our pheromones, with our cycles, we're more sensitive to um, the late periods, the um, miscarriages and things like that. I've had clients that, have taken the jab third trimester, um, baby just fell out of their womb to the floor. I've had clients that have felt their baby's heartbeat and they're just living with someone who has taken the vaccine, not even been taking the vaccine themselves and had a miscarriage by working around these people. Um, so it's important that if you are a woman and you do want to have children, that you need to stay away from not only just people who have taken the vaccine, which I know that can be difficult, but if you can't, Work on building up your immune system if you want to have any more children. So um, we do provide remedy, um, certain herbal supplements that can protect your body um, on a daily basis from this technology and um, provide remedy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. So we all got this. Well, some of us, those who I didn't receive it because I didn't opt in, but I guess people who opted in uh, to receive the text message from Fema this afternoon, and you know, many people in the Redfield community, such as myself, and a lot of people in this room who preparing for, you know, who know, maybe the commencement of the zombie apocalypse. But um, how serious uh, should we be taking future alerts or these so-called variants that the mainstream miseducation complex is reporting on a daily basis? You know, I, as far as the new variants and, you know, really all COVID is, it's a variant of pneumonia. Um, and so when we see things with pneumonia, we see people getting fluid in the lungs. You can have a temperature just like people are having a temperature. You can have breathing problems. There are things every single day that you can produce to prevent 
you from getting COVID. Um, one thing that I strongly recommend everybody is to at least get one to two hours of sunlight a day. If that means roll down your car window, if that means park far away from the car and make multiple trips, whatever you have to do in your busy lives, make sure you and your children are getting D3. D3 is one of the main components that would help you build up your immune system right off not only the COVID, but also you gain more minerals from the food and the supplements that you're already taking on a daily basis. You can take all the supplements and all the health food that you want in the world, but if you don't have that D3, your immune system is not built to fight off all of these biochemical engineered diseases and viruses that they continue to make. So that's one thing I strongly would suggest. Also, everybody, um, one of the number one foods for black genetics um, is watermelon. And now that we're in season, I would strongly suggest that everybody gets seeded only watermelon. Make sure that it's seeded. If it's not seeded, you could be turning your estrogen into estradiol and you can turn your testosterone to estrogen or estradiol. So um, that's just a tip there. Um, also, increase lime and lemons. Um, just briefly, these things on a daily basis make a major impact. Um, when wanting to fight off this virus and any other manufactured things coming forward. Another wow. Um, can you please give me some clarity on this RSV uh, that I keep talking about? It's affecting children. You know, if they can't uh, get enough of you Negroes to comply, they start going after the kids. So now the new fear-mongering tactic is, is this uh, RSV. So what do you say to parents out here walking around in a constant state of fear and, you know, masking up their kids, walking in the supermarket or outside in sunlight at a park. I mean, what should they be doing? Yeah, so um, RSV, it stands for respiratory uh, synatical virus. And so it's a virus that actually affects the lung and breathing passages um, in the body. So it acts like a mild cold or uh, a flu, but it's most serious in um, infants and uh, kids under like two years old and the elderly. So it's something that they um, have came up with here that, again, is similar to pneumonia. Um, but a lot of things that I will say, when it comes to the respiratory tract and the lungs and things like that, it's important for us to get outside, get fresh air, and breathe. And so when we have kids wearing these masks, they're actually lowering their lung capacity. You're weakening your lungs while making your child exposed to viruses that affect the lungs. So not only, you know, you think you might be protecting your kid with a mask, it does nothing but weaken their lungs. When we were kids, we were outside, we were breathing, our lungs were a little bit stronger. Now I've noticed um, through, you know, scans of patients' lungs and things like that, that most people now, because we were wearing a mask, we have weaker lungs. And when your lungs are weaker and they're coming out with all these, you know, diseases that affect you with your lungs, you're weakening your immune system. You're weakening your lungs. And so it's important to not have your children wear the mask. Have your children build up their immune system. Have your children get out into the sun. Um, and this virus, I wouldn't even worry about it. Like, if you are a mom and, you know, you are around kids, now that's the thing. If your, your kid is around kids that aren't carbon-based or if you're around kids that are eating things like milk, soy, dairy, cheese, eggs, chicken, cow, Cows, they're putting vaccines in the cows. They're mutated animals. Chickens, they're mutated animals. So you don't want your kids to have and be prone to things like this, these viruses and other mutations, yet, you know, 
the mask is the last of the problem, I think. In my personal opinion, the first problem is, okay, your kid needs to interact with kids like this. Kids that have stronger immune systems. Kids who whose parents are aware of this. Kids with stronger lungs, not weaker lungs. So if you're hanging around a kid with weaker lungs, he's playing around. He's more likely to get that virus, especially drinking milk, eggs, and cheese and dairy versus, you know, going outside. The mask is not going to prevent the virus. I mean, the people who create the virus, they wear these hazmat suits. Um, you know, you still can catch the virus even with the so-called vaccine, as most of y'all know. So, um, yeah, this RSV, I, I'm treating it just like COVID. I mean, treat the problem. It affects the lungs. Let's work on the lungs. Let's do breathing exercises. I think everybody, even in, even myself, we need to be doing breathing exercises at least 100 breaths a day, go outside by trees, get some real oxygen, not just inside, because that's another thing, guys. This stuff, if you're in an apartment, which some people are, myself is, um, it could be spread through the air, through inhalation and touch. If you guys go to the Pfizer Protocol Manual, page 67, you can see that it is spread through inhalation and touch, just like this respiratory infection, just like COVID. Wow. Uh, and just to uh, uh, give everybody a heads up, uh, the first uh, portion of, of, of the segment we're going to be, Shira uh, 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 is going to be uh, answering some questions. Then we're going to open up for uh, if someone has some questions for her. Then we'll have our next guest. But we will have a, a full open dialogue for anyone to address any topic or have any questions. But, but right now we got a schedule. And so in the beginning, we're just going to get through that. Uh, Next question for you, uh, Sarah. So can you please explain the concept of carbon-based and how it differs from traditional veganism or Dr. Sebi's alkaline diet? Definitely, bro. And so uh, Sebi was a, I'll give you that, Sebi was a great start for um, what we do with the Aboriginal Medical Association. There were some things that were great that Sebi taught, and then there were things, some things in regards to black genetics that um, doesn't necessarily apply anymore. And with all health information, you know, things changes, foods, foods change too. So we can't continue to, um, just because we see certain results, think that those are the same results we're going to get now because our food isn't the same now. Um, but one thing that I would strongly suggest with, um, you know, alkaline diets um, is that you can be too alkaline. And when you have certain problems and illnesses and you have things that are more alkaline, you can actually spread that virus and illness in the body. If you have things like HSV or cancer, you know, a lot of people are doing things that are very alkaline, like sea moss and, you know, elderberry and, you know, other things like that. But those things, if you eat those things when you have those health issues, you're spreading your virus or you're spreading the cancer in your body. So alkaline diet isn't necessarily um, something I would ever really suggest because everybody's body is different. Now, of course, in moderation, you could have, you know, some alkaline foods. You know, I'm not saying that you can't have alkaline foods. They're good. But not everyone's body is the same. Everyone has different health issues, and your diet should be customized to heal those issues. Um, Sebi, in general, um, things that were problematic, in my opinion, and Aboriginal Medical Association agrees, is uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms is a major thing that people kind of, by that are very faithful to say be um, like the oyster mushrooms but um, what happens is 
in our genetics, when we eat those mushrooms, when it goes down our intestinal tract, it flies off the pores that stick to your intestinal lining. So you may eat it one day. You might have those pores in you for months. You might have those pores in you for years if you eat a certain diet. I mean, your intestines are so long. Water isn't going to wash those pores off even if you drink water. But things that you can do would be, you know, cleanse and detox and avoid those things like mushrooms. Um, also, things like broccoli. The broccoli we have nowadays, baby may have said broccoli, um, you know, that contains formaldehyde. Spinach contains E. coli. So our association is up to date with, yeah, you know what, maybe if you were growing these things yourself in these certain original strains of those foods, but um, I would strongly suggest to um, get more on a customized diet for you, for your health issues and your health plan. So that's why, you know, doctors in our association will take an assessment overall on what's your goal and how to get there, including with, you know, your health history and all of that. Awesome. And to take it another step, could you explain how certain foods that we consume uh, lead to dysfunctional behavior and lower vibration? Yes, definitely. Um, I started the carbon-based diet um, over a year ago now, going on two years, and um, the dysfunction has become less and less when my diet has gotten better and better, and when my discipline with my diet got better and better. Um, I'll say when I was not eating the same way, I would have issues of, you know, being tired, not having as much energy, getting the itis. Everything that I'm going to tell you with your diet, you'll never get the itis. I mean, I've eaten this diet and I'm always having energy. And when you have that energy, you're able to think better. You're ever able to um, actually move and get things done better. You're stronger, um, more physically fit. Um, the past couple of years, the amount of things that I've achieved to me has been amazing. Like I'm manifesting more instantly. Like if I think things in my head, like before, yes, I could write things down and I still do. I write things down and I, it manifests, but it's more instantaneously. I wrote, Hey, I want to be an international artist. I was an international artist. I said, Hey, I want my painting in a museum. I wrote it down. Painting is in a museum. Hey, I want to be a doctor. Literally working on my final exam last night, about to be a doctor. So it's like everything that I'm doing, it's hard to just talk about because I feel like unless someone gets on the diet, they don't necessarily like feel it, but it's true. People ask me, Mercedes, how'd you achieve this and this? I'm like, it's the food. It's straight up the food because what they're doing is biochemical warfare to dumb down your abilities. Everybody is born with abilities. Everybody can manifest. Everybody can do it, but it's a matter of, okay, if you have milk and cheese, and you're putting fungus into your stomach, everything in your stomach goes to your brain. That's what people don't think about. Your intestines, your, they're connected to your brain. You have more nerve endings in your intestines than you do your brain. So you want your brain to function. You want to manifest. You want to think. Your pineal gland, all of that. You got to get rid of the things that slow that down. And once you do, you'll start seeing the results. And it's actually even more motivating to stay on the diet. So, yeah. Thank you, Shira. Okay, and uh, so I know you saw the title of the show, Welcome to Rabbit Hole University, Black Sheep Redemption. So I, I got to ask you, are you the black sheep of your family? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I probably am. I was the one that, you know, my brother and sister called being racist. 
uh, <laughs> you know, just all types of stuff or saying I'm too militant. Um, and I don't think that I'm militant at all. I think I'm very intelligent, but I'm just disciplined for my own self. I'm my own competition. And so with my family, I think my family, my, my mom is a little bit more open to this stuff. Like she's a little bit more aware and I will give my family props. Like nobody in my immediate family has taken the vaccine, which is cool. Um, but as far as, you know, the rabbit hole, yeah, they probably think I've gone down the rabbit hole a little bit, uh, joining, you know, the tribe and, you know, doing all this. But now that I, they see me and they see my success, um, my dad even asked me, well, hey, what about that tribal business? What, what comes with that? You know, because he sees me using, you know, uh, tax exemption and just good things are happening to me. So you can't, I think that a rabbit hole, like to some people could be like a negative thing, but. You know, if everything on the surface is fake, which what I'm seeing around me, a lot of this stuff is fake, the food, the the commercials and all that. Uh, hey, I'd rather be down there seeing what's real. Okay, everybody. So we have uh, time for a few questions uh, uh, for our guest, Sarah. So if uh, anyone has any questions, I can take three questions. One question per person, though. So if you, if you have a question for sure. Uh, go ahead and I'll raise your hand and we'll uh, bring you up so you can go ahead and ask that question. All right. Awesome. Any, anybody with a question? Yo, peace. Peace, family. I do have a question. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Brother King. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Miss Shira, when you do your scams, um, your bio scams uh, on people, individuals, out of all the things you see um, when you do the scan, because you know, if I'm if I'm correct, you get a lot of different areas of the body that you're able to scan pretty quickly. When you when you do those scans, which uh, which which areas of the body do you see are usually the most poorly affected? like the worst things that, you know, usually see the most people have issues with on those scams. Just curious. Okay. That's a great question. Um, the issues I see most in the community that I scan our black community would be a lot of people are exposed to radiation, um, toxins and the human toxins that are in the food. I can check the human toxins and the radiation levels, but also the lungs. I haven't seen anybody with perfect lungs um, on a scan in about a year. So, uh, yeah, most people I've seen almost perfect, but I have not seen even people who've never smoked. It's because, you know, they're spraying certain things in the air also because of the mass. Uh, it's been decreasing lung capacity. So that year or whatever that people were wearing those masks, we got used to shallow breathing, which um, when you power down the lungs, then it, starts to impact the heart so it's important for us to get our lungs up because the lungs power the heart and if we want to continue you know to circulate blood in our body and everything it's it's primary i think the lungs more than anything but also the radiation so yeah. thank you for that Shira. uh i'm gonna bring up krishana that you had a question thank yeah, you hi, uh, I, hi everybody i have a question <laughs> about RSV. Um, 
because I uh, my my daughter had RSV before, and so I just had a question about. Um, I know you had mentioned some preventable things that can happen prior to that, but like just for the kids' sake, what do you think are some things um, that parents can do to like you know strengthen their lungs apart from like going outside, but. Are there any other things you think that they can do? Because I think that was, like, one of the most scary times in my life. It was, like, I've seen her um, chest, you know, caving in, you know, and all types of things. So, like, it just completely scared me. Oh, she sounds adorable. But, yes, um, one thing I strongly will suggest to everyone that needs to be in everyone's closet um, would be the pine pollen to remove it out the lungs. But also with when it comes to virus and infection, um, I do have certain solutions. Uh, herbal compounds that are created uh, the same way as Aboriginal Medical Association for the lungs will, that will help with infections, um, build up the lung capacity, and it helps even with pneumonia and asthma attacks. So I do have, um, as far as like a herbal remedy, but also as an everyday preventative remedy, I would suggest the pine pollen and also with children and lungs. It's very important to make sure there's no mucus and a way to get rid of no mucus is to up your lemon and lime juice every single day. That's the number two food for black genetics. So if your child, if you can get them to have lime shots, uh, lemon shots, um, and of course, you know, um, it might be kind of difficult for some kids, but even if you can, you know, try to mix it with, a, you know, a little bit of water, try to get them used to it. But it's because when you when the kids don't like lime and lemon juice, sometimes it is like certain parasites that don't like it. Um, same with, you know, grownups when you don't like grapefruit juice, I used to hate it. Um, but it kills off those certain worms and bacteria and, um, those things that cause mucus. So, um, yeah, those are a few things I would suggest, but yeah, when it comes to infections, um, we have even things to boost the immune system in general. So yeah, um, my lung herbs, I think will be the number one thing. Awesome. And, uh, last question, uh, we have Kai. So super quick, uh, appreciate, appreciating the talk. Uh, for those of us melanated folk that live in the north, uh, the sun isn't as abundant uh, in many ways, nor is it as warm oftentimes. So what kinds of substitutes, whether it be supplemental or food or even activities, would you recommend? And I'll take my, uh, my answer off. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, the only other source for di- vitamin D3 for black genetics is organic pine pollen powder. So even, yes, I did just state that, and it helps to move it out the lungs, but it's also um, the ultimate source of vitamin D3. I would strongly suggest taking that powder, putting it in the lime juice as like a shot for the child or yourself, and just taking it like a shot, and that'll actually provide you with D3 when it's hard to get um up north in those areas. Um, also, another thing I want to mention with uh, respiratory that I didn't think about is um, using things like rosemary, eucalyptus, and camphor, um, those three oils in combination. If you put those like in a boiling pot of water or in a diffuser and let the kids kind of breathe that in, that's another way that you can kind of cleanse the lungs too. But yeah, for the D3, organic pine pollen powder everybody should cop it and i will say when uh ali dropped it the first time they started selling out on amazon so uh if you can uh just stock up on that and especially before the winter time you're welcome 
Thank you, Shira. And if you had your hand raised and you didn't get caught up, we apologize. We only have time for three questions, but we will make sure that we will get connected uh, with Shira. In fact, uh, Shira, can you all go ahead and give the audience? Oh, now you know what? Never mind. You've already been brought up. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joel. Oh, okay. Um, just want to say thanks, first of all, for uh, this uh, program. I actually was speaking to somebody yesterday and saying that sometimes it can be isolating uh, to be on a journey and not have other people um, that you can talk to. And I happened to jump in on the show and Shira was talking about manifesting, which was the same exact thing I was talking to about my friend um, yesterday. Uh, one, my question was going to be a follow-up to the question about the lung health. And uh, I think you pretty much answered that, Shira, with saying increasing the lemon and lime uh, with the pine pollen concentrate. Thank you so much for that. I think I messaged you on Instagram uh, because you have that in your story. It has hugely been a game changer for me. Um, I've been doing it every day and I was planning on stocking up for the winter. Um, so in addition to the rosemary, eucalyptus and camphor, as far as um, breathing those in, is there anything else that you would recommend based on the scans that you've had so far um, showing that the lungs is something that uh, is something that we all need to get help with? Yeah. Um, and a little bit more about my journey. Like I'm all up into the lungs because um, I've had a lung collapse when I was nine years old. I've probably had pneumonia myself at least like eight or nine times. So like when it comes to lungs, me it's nothing i've figured out different solutions um one solution that i always would do um that i haven't stated is i would take myself and put myself in a dead sea salt bath and there's a certain sea salt that i like um it's called world's finest sea salt and what that will do is it'll pull out toxins from the body and it also will help if anyone has any temperature uh it'll reduce the temperature um and uh, that's something to do, as well as it'll help uh, release and break up the mucus in the body and in the lungs. Um, I do have solutions, too, um, that I'm selling um, as far as for, you know, preventing yourself from COVID or even if you have COVID um, to help prevent that and remove that instantly. Um, we've had people stop COVID in our jurisdiction in like 30 hours. Um, even stop the fever that's broken out from COVID in like three or four hours. So um, those things kind of help. Uh, and then another thing I would say is there's so many things you can do, but there's an exercise. It's called DMT breathing by Wim Holt. And if you just do this breathing exercise one time, I can see improvement on your skin. I'm not saying it's drastic, but just one time, that breathing exercise in particular, it exercises different parts of your lungs like from the bottom back of the lungs to the top of the lungs a lot of people don't know this but your lungs go all the way up to your collarbone your lungs are pretty huge so when we're breathing you know th this exercise will exercise different parts of the lungs with in combinations of short breaths long breaths but it's called dmt breathing on youtube by wim hope w-i-m-h-o-f Thank you so much. You're awesome. Welcome. Thank you, Shira. Can, uh, can we uh, can you go ahead and uh, give the members of the audience your, uh, your best contact or ready at how they can schedule a consultation with you? Yes, definitely. So um, everyone, you can also go to my bio to get this information. But if you go to 
Healthy. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-Y. Sadie's. That's C as in cat, E as in elephant, B as in dog, E as in elephant, S as in Sam. Dot com. HealthySadies.com and book a consult. I provide everyone with a free 15-minute consult. Um, if you do have a question or if you do have a certain emergency or if you do want to learn more about my herbal remedies and compounds, um, go ahead and book a consult with me. And then we can, I can check a, take a look at your intake form from there. And then we can come up with a health plan. I also design um, meal plans customized to what you want your health, health goal to be. So if you want to say, hey, I want to reverse this disease, we'll build a whole health plan down to the seasoning um, on how to do that and make it fun and make it taste good. I will, I'll give myself that. Like, I love to have things taste good. I'm a foodie. So um, I know a lot of the times with these so-called diets, I want it to be a lifestyle change. And so these foods are things that you can carry on um, to yourself. And also if you have children or, you know, your future legacy. So follow me at Healthy Sadies on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Oh, and then, um, yeah, feel free to DM me. Um, that's a way to, or email me at healthysadies at gmail.com. Imagine living in a world where everything introduced to you by the system is fake. The news, history, politics, sports, most people, and especially the food. Now imagine being the solution to it all. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. 
Cindy Ashby Productions. On the wake up.